This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. And today, we got the Gucci main of TikTok, Bryce Hall in the building. How you feeling, my guy? First TikToker on the podcast. Let's Allegedly. Go. But yes, I think that we just conclusively decided it was true. <laughs> Listen, bro, I've... I've been a fan of you i've been asking you to do this interview for a while but i'm glad that we're doing this right after i just saw you commit one of the most brutal punking outs of a of a youtuber i've seen in my life like in rap you have to understand that his career would be over yeah instantaneously well that kid that kid uh he posts clown videos on youtube you, you remember when there was that like huge killer clown era and that's like something I'm, I'm amazed yeah. by is that that's still a thing yeah it's not oh it's just for him yeah <laughs> So like he he called uh, my boy Taylor out for a right. hundred thousand dollars um, to do a boxing match, and obviously he doesn't know how much we're getting paid for this recent boxing match. So we kind of were like, no. Uh-huh. But then on top of that, made like a shitty ass diss track on us, mm. and then I confronted him at Boa with no cameras. But of course he had to pull out a camera and just like film this for content type shit. And I was just like, dude, why are you being so weird? Right. Like, like, I'm just asking you to, like, I, I was trolling. I was like, yo, let me hear this shit acapella. Like, I, I want to hear, you, I wanna hear you, you diss me in person at least. Right. And he was completely silent as soon as we uh, confronted him. But then as soon as that camera came out, he had like this, this thing. He left 45 minutes before we left Boa and then came out with all like that paparazzi shit. He saw all the paparazzi around us and he was like, yeah, man, I told you to step outside. Like, I'm here right now. Obviously, we're not going to do shit in front of paparazzi. Right. Like, knowing he knew that we weren't going to do shit. Yeah. So, everyone was like, oh, Bryce and Taylor are fucking pussies. Right. And honestly, that pissed me off. That pissed you off because also, I get the idea that Taylor is not a pussy based on the way that he was approaching that. He looked like he was about to snap and punch the dude in the face outside his own crib. Yeah, no, we, uh, we, we, it's coming across as like we're the bullies. But dude, the guy was talking so much shit. He, he said that he could knock me out first round. And I was just like, yo, we can do one round, three, one three minute round. He was, he was claiming that he was so busy. And then we established a date on April 5th, which was like two days ago, I think. Right. April 5th. And he dipped out of the state. Right. So but was but like, wasn't he lying about going to Florida? Yeah, he was. But then he actually dipped. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing, dude. Honestly, like, I just, I couldn't believe that. He's like, I'm filming a video. It's like, bro, you can film a video all this, day. Literally yeah, every could, hour of the day. Yeah. Yeah. This is a better video. Yeah. A hundred percent. That and must it, be crazy to feel like you're just a, a an opportunity for clout for all these smaller creators that they just view you as such an easy come up. Like, would you say this is the most extreme version or do you feel like you're constantly witnessing this? So I've, uh, people talk shit all the time and I honestly don't care, but this one to another level like because it it, it was so amazing to me that he would always take out the camera he would he would be completely calm off camera 
But then as soon as the camera came on, he had this like fake ass persona. Mm. And I was like, what the fuck is in, in, in this kid's head? Where right. It's like, there, there's a line where, where you can cross. It's like, there's content and then there's real life. And he was, he was crossing that fucking line. And I'm yeah. like, I'm going to fucking punch you in the face. Right. And it's not going to feel good. But isn't that weird for you that like you're kind of in this box where people expect you to not have like a real human emotion like that? Because then if you did snap and punch him outside the fucking steakhouse, it's like every headline is just going to be Bryce Hall's a crazy fucking tweaker. Yeah. I mean, again, dude, I'm, I've preached this so many times. I'm not an influencer. I'm an entertainer. Mm. And I am one of the most normal people that you will ever meet that's a quote-unquote celebrity I hear like you. i am i'm completely normal and i grew up in maryland i'm like not from la right and i've never had someone talk to me like that without at least like backing it up with something yeah. it's a very strange learning curve to realize that like now you've made it to a point in life where people expect you to basically just be give a, give be up everything that you normally were prior to getting to this point and then they say it's an Im- an immaturity thing where it's like I, i'm someone talks shit to me, I'm going to talk shit back. I'm not just going to be like, okay, master. Like, I'm not going to just sit down and let this person shit on me, bitch me. Mm. It's just weird to me. Yeah, no, totally. Because I'm from uh, New Hampshire, and I actually spent a lot of time going down to Maryland throughout my life. Where where exactly are you from in Maryland? Like 15 minutes from Baltimore. Okay. Yeah. And so, like, just give me a general idea of, like, what your kind of stuff you were into when you were a kid and shit. Uh, Like, what what kind of kid were you? Were you getting in fights a lot as as a youth? Yeah, all the time. All the time. I started social media when I was 14 years old. Right. And people would clown me at my high school and it would just be fights nonstop. Really? All throughout my, my school. Like, yeah. I feel like on the East Coast, it took a lot longer for people to like accept the idea of social media being a, a legitimate thing for you to do with your life. Like In the same way, whenever I hear about vlogger kids in New York City who skateboard or, or ride bikes and stuff, and they're just... They just deal with so much negativity from people still because there's just such a stigma around that on the East Coast. I mean, granted, dude, the shit that I am posting would get a lot of fucking people mad. (laughs) Like, I'm posting, like, selfies and shit as, like, a guy... Like kind of, it makes it look like I'm like, oh, I'm I'm pretty. I could I could take these selfies, take your girl type shit. I get it. It's a persona that's that looks like it's being put out there, but that's just not how I am. Especially if you watch my videos and you know who how I am. Right. Like I'm not like that at all. Right. Yeah. No. Totally. I mean, like, what was that move to the West Coast like for you in terms of what people are like? Because I feel like I very much had a, a strange transition coming from Brooklyn. Like I lived in Brooklyn for like eight years before I moved to LA and it was just like, holy shit, people operate completely differently out here. And sometimes it's hard to separate it from like, you know, the, the fame and the notoriety and then just the place and like the cultural norms being different. So I've noticed a lot of people talk here mm. and um, everything's for the camera. Mm. There's not, there's never a moment where, where two people that have actual issues will talk off camera. Mm. That's what I've ever, that's what I noticed. Yeah, that's kind of like YouTube culture in a yeah. lot of ways too. Like it, you, you wonder like what it would be like to be a normal person because you were more of a normal person back home and then you're a famous person out here and you wonder like is the difference like the, the fame or is the difference just the place? I think the difference is the people. Mm. Everyone's trying to gain something. Yeah. Has that, okay, so when did you really start making content? And let's talk about the sort of transformation that led to you reaching the heights that you have actually gotten to. I didn't really have friends uh, in middle school and high school. 
So I started live streaming on this app called YouNow. Right, okay. I gained popularity on YouNow, and then it transitioned over to Musical.ly. Right. And then So you're YouTube. like mega old school TikTok. Yeah. yeah. Then to YouTube. I posted a few vines that went viral, but like I actually blew up, quote unquote, around 2015, 2016. Okay. So I started posting like YouTube videos that weren't good at all. So uh-huh. no one watched them. Um, but gained popularity back then. And then kind of went stagnant from 2017 to 2019. Then TikTok came into the picture. What I saw were you during, doing during that time? You were still just, YouTube you were working on social media, but it wasn't really going crazy yeah. or anything? I was okay. posting YouTube videos. Um, I was talked about from like mini controversies, but nothing too crazy. Remember that uh, fight that I got into? In 2019 or 2018. Oh, I think I did just see this video. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was 2018. Then Tana made like a massive video on me saying how I'm a psychopath. Oh, really? I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. So yeah. that was that was uh, where, where everything started going like this. Then TikTok came into the picture and then everything shot back and up. What would you credit to like, did you have an innate understanding of what would go crazy on TikTok or you think it was kind of right place at the right time or? So I was on Musical.ly, which turned into TikTok, mm-hmm. and I saw the kids that were blowing up, which are now like the Sway Boys. Right. Uh, that's okay. like my group. Um, I saw that their engagement was over 50% on Instagram. Like they had 600K followers getting 300,000 likes. And I was like, what the fuck? Right. Like that, that's never before. Like I've never seen that. Even being on Musical.ly with like the, the Jacob's Torius and all them, like their, their engagement was never that crazy. So then I saw them, the content that they were posting was very simple, and I was like, me and Taylor, we're both like, because we lived together at the time, we're like, dude, we could fucking, we could do this, take take over the shit. Right. And we never took it seriously. Like, we, I still don't to this day. I never t- took TikTok seriously. That's what I was thinking when I, like, was going through your TikTok earlier. I was like, that's pretty amazing that he has 20 million followers <laughs> and doesn't seem like he really gives a shit too much. He's just sort of, like, making these, like, sort of trollish, funny little videos that you just seem like you're having a good time with it. It's like I, I literally put the camera up one take, it's done. Yeah. And it's it's not it's not a hard app to to get big on, but now it's kinda too late. Uh-huh. We just hopped on at the right time. Two thousand nineteen. Right. Late two thousand nineteen was was the time to, to hop on. That's when like Charlie Addison and everybody was blown up. Right. Do you feel like you credit a good amount of it to just being good looking? Like I feel like <laughs> as a TikToker, like if I do. I'm gonna be honest. I don't think I'm that good looking. I think you're a handsome guy. Or like, but if I were to break down like why Addison got so huge at that time, I mean, ob- like she has a good personality and shit. Yeah. But it's got to be a big chunk of it has to be. Oh, she's pretty and she looks good on TikTok. Yeah, I think I think I'm not 20 million followers on TikTok good looking, but I I mean I could see, like what girls would like about me right in a certain way that's just confidence no one roasts me about that i mean that. taylor ain't too bad to look at either pause yeah. <laughs> but i'm just gonna throw it out there that i think that if you guys I had think, some think, synergy it could kind of be I that i think taylor's prettier than me you think you would have become a male stripper if you weren't doing this <laughs> <laughs> i just yes. came to mind like i just had this mental vision of like damn if it wasn't dude. for tiktok you might have been forced to become a chippendales model dude, either that or fucking only fans one of the two. Oh, i know I, I think about that too if this didn't crack off i guarantee i would be an only fans guy right dude, now literally like the, those people that are making just fucking bands on that shit just taking nudes you just have to have a good body fuck yeah yeah what's or, but you have your own club instead of having an only fans yeah yeah i have pau club right. which is like it's we post the the more raw version of of the shit that goes behind the scenes right so if like one of my friends get way too blacked out and they get naked and fuck a girl like i'll fucking 
post it on there. The whole, not the whole thing, but like oh, alluding yeah, yeah. to it. It'll like, be part of the vlog. Yeah. yeah. But not not on, on YouTube. I feel just you. just on the club. Do you feel like you get a chance to like show your personality infinitely better on on YouTube versus TikTok? Or do you feel like you're kind of playing a role on on YouTube as well? Like I said, uh, on TikTok, don't really try. Uh, I show my personality, which is just like the kind of I don't give a fuck. Um, and on YouTube, I think I portray that perfectly. Hmm. See, the thing when I was watching a lot of your vlogs, I was like, man, like it feels like you're doing the kind of stuff that people are just trained to get super mad about now. Like all the hijinks and pranks and stuff is just like it's it's it very much reminded me of like this is the exact kind of video I would want to watch if I was like in high school. So I completely get how people are drawn to this because it's you know it's a little edgy. You guys are having fun. You're not being pussies about it, which is you know in comparison to a lot of shit these days that really stands out. Yeah. Yeah. No, like uh, I'm not doing the the very family friendly shit. I've never been um, family friendly. Mm-hmm. I've always been public about everything: drinking, smoking, even being 16 doing that type of shit. We were blacking out, fucking. <laughs> when we were 16, just posting shit. Right. Like we were, we were, we've always been idiots. And now, if let's say just Addison, for example, if Addison does that, um, gets fucked up and it, it's posted, she gets canceled. Right. It's like you you just put everything out there so you can't get canceled. Yeah, no, I think that makes sense. But do you think that holds you back with certain brands or do you have like manager type people in your life that are like, if, yeah. you, if you weren't doing this, then you'd be able to get this Pepsi deal or whatever? Yeah, yeah. The th- I don't rely on brand deals for my money. Okay. I've never relied on brand deals for they my money. They come in, but you don't really care. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, I d- I, we got the club. I have my own energy drink that's in stores. Right. I have like YouTube, AdSense. I have my merch. I have the fight coming up. Like uh-huh. there's, there's just so many things that I would being the way I am and not having to hide who I actually am on the internet for a, a little Coke brand deal right? versus like being myself and still making. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good money. And this is why I say you are the Gucci man of TikTok. <laughs> I'm just going to throw that out there. I don't know if you know the Gucci man killed someone that he was beefing with. Oh, I mean, I, wouldn't, I didn't kill anyone. And allegedly dragged them into the woods. Yeah, but there was kind of like an element of like that guy. That guy's soul must have died a little bit in that whole punking out. You know, that's why I say that. Yeah, no, I didn't kill anybody. But that was like the TikTok equivalent of catching a body, I think. Yeah, just punching somebody. Definitely. When did the the money really start to like come in, and when did your life kind of change in that regard? Because a lot of people there, they basically have the fame, or at least some level of the fame, but they're still broke. And then at some point, the money, if you're smart, catches up. So I've been making like more than the average person since I was 15. Mm. But like real cash, like the M's, 2020. Really? Yeah. And how did how have you let that change your life? I still dress like I'm broke as fuck. <laughs> I, I don't I don't it doesn't change anything honestly right. like I'm, I'm just vibing I think after this fight I'm gonna buy my mom a crib I'm gonna buy myself a crib and a nice ass car that's what I'm gonna do I really yeah but with the fight was this something that you always kind of thought might be a possibility or was it a brand new thing well so growing on social media I've always been in like public fights that got like a shit ton of attention right like just me beating the shit out of kids <laughs> did it for fucking free 
Uh, I've always wanted to step in the ring and like test my ability because I had like a wrestling background. And did you grow up with like boxing around you and stuff? So this was no, oh, I was okay. a wrestler. Right. So so then I was like, I want to I want to try like either UFC or I want to I want to do boxing at least. Right. I saw um, Logan and KSI doing it back in 2018, I think it was. Uh-huh. And I was like, holy fuck, I want to do this. Yeah. I want to do this in front of a, a shit ton of people. I want to knock somebody out. Right. That'd be so fun. <laughs> But, so you're not worried, but do you consider the risk or do you think about the, the risk of like what it might be like to be Nate Robinson for a little bit and just actually be face down on the mat? Like, have you allowed yourself to think about that? So against an opponent that, that like hasn't called me out yet. Yeah. But mm-hmm. like against awesome Nick Broom, I'm, I could go in tomorrow and it'll have the same outcome. I get that impression months. that you don't seem like you're really worried about, like you definitely didn't seem worried didn't about fighting the Stromedy kid. Yeah. And you definitely don't seem like you are worried about this Austin thing. Yeah, I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to like beat up a dad, bro. <laughs> like I didn't want to beat up a fucking Family Channel guy. He called me out multiple times, and I kept saying the bag wasn't right. I'm not doing it. Like I have no beef with you. Right. He did something behind the scenes that I'm not like legally allowed to talk about. Really? He offered a better bag, and I accepted. And now I'm like, I'm gonna fuck him up. Right. Yeah. Why? What do you think his motivation is? Do you think he really doesn't like you, or do you think he just sort of sees you as a good opportunity to get? A bunch of attention i think he sees it as uh because i've like publicly on social media i've never really lost a fight mm. like a like a fist fight on the street for sure he sees it as like yo i'm 30 i'm a dad now mm. this kid's on the come up he he fights publicly i want i want my ego to be boosted more mm. you can kind of tell because he's like There's super nothing... famous for being the squeaky clean dad yeah. And now it's like you keep seeing him doing little things where it's like he's trying to find ways to establish himself as something other than just a dad. Yeah, I'm trolling him. Like, I'm honestly just trolling him. And he, he won't talk shit. Like, he won't say that. He, I can, he's already lost to the public eye. Right. He's already lost. He's never said that he was going to win. He's never mm. said that he was going to knock me out. He, he is so, like, very, very clean about it. Like, he doesn't want to say that he's going to win or knock me out and then get fucking dropped. Right. Like he's, he's scared already. I and that, tell. that to me is if you're going to do this, you have to go all in. Yeah. You have to go out there and really act like you believe that this is going to happen. Cause if you try to save face a little bit and shit, it's just not that interesting or exciting. Yeah. No, he's not, he's not talking shit. I mean, he'll respond to my story, say I'm on steroids and stuff, but that's basically about it. Right. But you guys both have to get drug tested yeah. for this. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm not on steroids and you can't even drink. I know. Well, you can. Oh, okay. But like, I'm I'm taking it fully serious. Oh, so that's that's more your prerogative. Okay. Yeah, this is boxing. I'm taking it serious. I'm doing two, three training sessions a day. Like, I'm I'm treating this like, like it's like I'm going in there to kill him. I'm I'm going in there to fight Mike Tyson to me. Do you think this is a one-off, or could you see yourself taking on somebody else if this goes real well? Oh, I I can 100% see myself keep continuing to do this. A member of the Paul family. (laughs) You know, it's funny they said that. They said that I was like the third brother. Uh, but I never, I never thought that I was going to do it, um, so soon. Really? Yeah. I, I was like, I didn't, I didn't really want to fight. I had like a girlfriend. I was like chilling. I was gaining on, on social media. Like there was no reason to fight this guy. Right. And he just kept calling me out. It looked desperate as fuck. It's usually something that people choose to do later in their career. Yeah. Because it's kind of like, oh, this like, is like a huge clap boost. This is just kind of like another stepping stool for me. Like lo- with Logan, he had to use it to get over redemption. The, yeah, and it yeah. worked. It worked out pretty well, I think. Yeah, it was. He's doing. He's killing it now. Yeah. Yeah. No, he, this isn't. This isn't a redemption thing for me. This is just another like, 
like stepping stool for me. This is a, a, a mission. Like why not? Like I, I see it because it's like, it's gotta at a certain point get a little stale doing the, the TikTok and the YouTube stuff. Cause it's kind of easy. Yeah. All things considered. Like you're just, you get in front of the camera, you do this, you get all these views. Okay. You, you do that every week or every couple of days or whatever. And it's like with the fight, it's all a shitload of hard work leading up to one really dramatic moment. And that, that's got to be pretty appealing. Yeah, you're working towards something. And, dude, it makes me feel like I'm back in, in wrestling season again. It makes me mm. – like it's giving me an excuse to stop fucking drinking every day. Right. Parting my ass off, having a great time making money. But, like, now I'm working towards something that I'm passionate about. Like, I love fighting. Totally. I, I actually do really like fighting. It's mainly street fighting, but – now I'm doing like an actual fight where millions of people are going to watch me. Right. That's awesome. That definitely sounds fun. Do you, uh, with the, with the Paul brothers an influence on you as you're coming up, because I do feel like you get a lot of the same energy that they've gotten where it's kind of like being a, a, like a, a white guy who appears to be having a good time and you're like in good shape and you got hot girls around you that there's just people want to put you in the douchebag box so <laughs> bad. Right. And that's what I was kind of surprised by as I was going through your shit. I'm like, I don't really see the, the douchebag shit that much. Like, it's yeah. nothing that really stands out to me as like, oh, this guy really is an asshole. The douche, the douchebag only comes out when I'm talking shit to people. Mm. That's what, what they categorize me as, like the douchebag. Okay. And like, you know, I threw that massive party for my 21st birthday. Right. I got arrested in Texas for marijuana. Yeah. Like, it's just stupid shit like that that they, they're like, okay, he's done all this fucked up shit. That's just more to his portfolio. He's a fucked up human being. Mm. People don't change right now, apparently. But I, I judge you by rapper standards for some reason. And for, by those standards, getting caught with weed is non-existent. doesn't matter at all. And also, like, bro, I feel like the way that the media and the fans judge these TikTok kids, such as you, versus the way that they judge everybody else, and in particular rappers, is, like, unbelievably unfair. Because yeah. I see these rap people having parties all the fucking time and nobody ever says anything but even still i saw a post on a fucking uh, one of these gossip accounts today about a bunch of tiktokers going to a party i'm like bro th there's a very good chance that they're vaccinated yeah we're pretty late in the Dude, whole get, COVID I'm thing here i'm shooting a reality show right now and i get tested every single fucking day right like every day and it comes back negative every single time yeah most of my friends all like 50 percent of the sway boys got vaccinated already they, or they already got their first shot right yeah, so it, it's like, it strikes me as just like, you guys are kind of like the target, like the easy ones to pick on. Like people don't want to do that to rappers necessarily, but for some reason, you guys just the media is like, let's 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 really hone in on them. Yeah, I mean that's that's always been like the the sway boys. Um, everyone's been the media, especially just tries to fuck with us. We were throwing parties before the pandemic. We were throwing parties in Bel Air. Right, Bel Air's like very uh, like old old money, like yeah. like respectable neighbors and we were just throwing these fat ragers at our house and we got complaints the new york Times reached out to our neighbors to just kind of make a huge hit piece on us right and that was our huge hit piece that was our first huge hit piece yeah i was like holy fuck these guys are douchebags what was your actual attitude on those parties though because i feel like you were basically acting like the same way that the vast majority of people your age that i know were acting which is basically like whatever like i'm not super worried about it if i get it i'm gonna be all right i'm willing to take on that risk did you were you just like i don't give a fuck because i assume you had people around you in terms of management or people that you've worked with who are like begging you like you don't need this bad publicity 
Um, none of them were, were telling me that, but I'm gonna be honest. They know it's on brand for you to rage out during <laughs> the pandemic. I, I literally have a, a, a party animal university brand. Like, mm. like I'm known as like the party animal. I've had it on my leg. Right. <laughs> like, like I'm known for that. I wasn't looking at it as like, yo, there's a pandemic right now. Let me, let me throw a party. Cause that's really fucked up. Right. I was turning 21. Right. You only turned 21 one time. Mm. Wasn't expecting it to be as big as it was. I was literally going to just have my close homies and a bunch of girls. Right. That was that was like the goal. Like literally maybe 50 girls, 10 homies. That's what the goal was. Right. And it was. And did you go <laughs> Except, very out of your way to keep it off social media? Like like tell everybody, please no. don't post stories. Yeah. Because I wasn't thinking of it like that. Mm. I wasn't thinking of it as like, yo, we got to hide this. Right. It was just like, yo, I want to throw a party for my 21st birthday. Right. But when that stuff actually comes out in the media, do you, does it ever fuck up your day? Do you just like really genuinely not give a shit? No. I hear that. Like I, I dude, it's like you can think about, you can think what you want about me. It's not going to change who I am. Like I'm not, I'm not going to change myself based on comments or mm. based on hate. I learned from my mistakes because I fucked up. Right. And when I realized I fucked up, like I, I, after I threw that party, I realized I fucked up. I was like, damn, that's that's actually fucked up what I did. I didn't realize, I didn't put myself in the in, in their shoes where it's like, there is a worldwide pandemic going on right, right now. And I threw a massive party. And it is very insensitive for the people that are socially distancing and staying inside. I didn't think of it like that. Mm. But after I did it, I realized it and, you know, you change. Did you guys tone it down a little bit? Oh, yeah. You didn't tone it down the whole way, right? Oh, no, not toned down all the way, but toned right. down like 90% for sure. Yeah. <laughs> we were partying like every day, basically. Yeah. I mean, there's like a big expectation for people like you that at a certain point you should basically just like be in the house yeah. and not be out in public. And I see you just sort of like walking around in Hollywood doing all kinds of stuff and just, you know, getting vlog footage and stuff like that. You don't see a lot of people like on your sort of level of fame just still being down to do that shit. At some point, you're supposed to just cut your legs off and just stay in the crib all day. See, no, like I'm, dude, like I'm normal. Yeah. I'm so normal. Like I'm a normal ass 21 year old guy. Yeah. Like I'm going to just have fun. Definitely. Um. Okay, so. Were you in a relationship when you started blowing up or was, was the Addison thing very much, was that like your main relationship in your life so far? Have yeah. you had anything else that really compared? No. Uh, me and Addison were together for like, well, off and on for like a year and a half. Uh-huh. Like ever since the blow up, both of us were blowing up at the same time we were together. It, it kind of helped that I was like the top guy. She's the top girl. Right. That's, that's like, kind of interesting. But, it's but like some Jay-Z and Beyonce yeah, shit. Yeah, I know. But it, the funny thing is I wasn't the top guy when I met her. She mm. was like 40,000 40, followers i thought this girl like this louisiana chick i'm like holy shit she's she's dope as fuck right like and we started hanging out we we kicked it like i actually fucked with her and then it, it just happened that both of us blew up and we, we ended up being like number one guy and girl i feel you because like when i met my girl we both had like i think 50k on instagram and then like you know within six months we both had like a million and it was very like i feel like in a lot of ways that really like ties us together and kind of like you know, just like being with somebody before you have shit going for you, like yeah. that that connection kind of means a lot. And, you, and if you're smart, I think you hold on to that because you know that everybody else you meet or try to date after this in your life, it you were bringing all this shit to the table yeah. that you didn't when you got into that initial relationship. You yeah, think, no. Did that keep you like trying to make it work? Um, no, we were never looking at it like that. Uh, we never looked at numbers or anything like that towards each other. Uh -huh. It was always like off camera. We right. would we would barely even post together, honestly. Right. But uh, everyone knew we were dating. We'd post like every once in a while. Right. Um, it was never like a numbers thing. Yeah. And that's I think why 
we we worked so long right yeah no definitely i think that like just it feels good to have that behind the scenes and at a certain point you realize like i don't want to necessarily be like using my relationship for for content yeah kind of sends you down this like dark trail i mean look at look at austin mcbroom and 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 Catherine. yeah it's like you you get married for the content you have kids for the content now you're using your kids for money you don't think that that they're not gonna see you don't think that's a real relationship i'm not gonna speak on that but (laughs) there's been a lot of rumors they're seeing the news everyone's seen the news yeah i mean it's like obviously there's something funky going on Mm. you know yeah and i kind of get it like when i look at that i'm like you know like that kind of like in my head i could imagine that they were really in love at a certain point and maybe at some point behind the scenes they sort of fell out of love but they have kids and they have this amazing business going and it's kind of like well if they break up what what do we do yeah it's like nothing it's a really sad story playing out because then those kids are not gonna have like a cohesive family unit so it's kind of like you could imagine that if they did fall out behind the scenes that it would make perfect sense for them to keep it together yeah I'm not no, saying that that's exactly what they are yeah, doing, no, but it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, no, we're we're not saying that at all. But if if that's the case, that fucking sucks. Yeah, for him, for sure. <laughs> so, would you say that the the breakup was related to like all the 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 news and all the attention and everything, or was was it something separate from that so that I'm the sure, people wouldn't really? I'm see? I'm sure you saw the 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 news where it's like the cheating allegations. I did, and I saw you adamantly deny them. So yeah. I'm, I'm not believing yeah, that. Yeah, no, 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 they're they're not true. Right. Like the girl was trying to get the, the girl was trying to get cloud out of it. Right. And and it like honestly did fuck up our our relationship. Mine really. And not entirely. That wasn't like because we were still working it out. We broke up and we were still working everything out. But then, like, the trust just wasn't, like, 100% there. Really? Yeah. Like, she just, was it just having to deal with that news, even if she believed yeah, you? Yeah, it's like, it's, it's like, even though she knows it wasn't true. And mm. every, like, we 100% don't believe it's true. It's so, like, if we're still together, there's still going to be the comments, like, oh, he cheated on you. Look at all this. Like, he's still a fucked up human. Like, oh, cheater. That's what's so crazy, man. And everyone's going to believe it. It's just another shitty thing on my portfolio. If you think about what it was like to be a rapper in the 90s or a rock star or whatever, like you got a wife at home and then you go on tour and you do all kinds of crazy shit. And then what? Like your girl's never going to find out unless maybe one of these girls like writes her a letter. It's kind of hard to imagine. And like now it's like it's really fucked up because you make a TikTok. <laughs> even if you were let's say you were a rapper or a TikToker and you were in a relationship where the other girl or or, or where your your wife was kind of okay with you getting some pussy on the side she was sort of open to it being an open relationship or whatever but the embarrassment is what's going to make sure that that doesn't work because as soon as it gets aired out on twitter she's going to have eight thousand girls telling her you're you know you're letting them treat you like shit etc cetera, etc cetera. so even if she was open to that it's just not yeah. tenable these days, I don't think. I see it all the time with rappers where it's like, I know they have open relationships, but then the girls can't handle the, the comments. Yeah. Mm. That, that is what, that's what like kind of fucked everything up. It's crazy. Are you excited to be single? <laughs> I'm just vibing, dude, focusing on the fight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just focusing on the fight right now. I mean, it's got to be weird. Do you feel like you can meet a girl and have a normal connection with her? Even if she's a civilian, if she don't got um, the M's on her on her social media account, because I think once they have the certain level of notoriety, then it's kind of like you understand each other. I mean, if we're just having like a conversation, yeah, I can I can connect with somebody. But like as soon as a camera comes out or like a phone, mm. it's like I get like I'm like, oh, that fucking sucks. 
but are you constantly like just having a conversation with a girl and then all of a sudden she says some weird ass shit that just calls attention Dude, to where feels, you're at? It feels weird. Like I feel like I'm when I'm vibing with a chick, right? Like and I'm and I'm macking, she's macking, and then as soon as she's like, "Yo, let me get your number." That's I don't know what it is, but when it clicks in my head, I'm like, "Dang, is she trying to like, like leak my number or something? Mm. Like, is, it, is she gonna show You've her had friends? That is she gonna show her friends and shit? Oh, is, God. is this gonna be posted like everywhere? Yeah, it's like in the back of my head always. Yeah, and it's almost like you don't want to really date somebody unless like they have something to lose too. Yeah, that's the ultimate thing that another influencer, quote unquote. I feel horrible about saying that, but that's kind of what they have in the same category is that like with you and Addison you were able to have this like normal behind the scenes relationship because it's not really advantageous to either of you to like do anything messy whereas when you hook up with a girl that doesn't have anything going for it's advantageous to her to come out afterwards and say hey Bryce Hall's a fucking dickhead etc cetera, etc cetera, because what the fuck else does she have going on literally it's crazy very yeah. weird weird turn of events weird times we're in for sure very weird times <laughs> we're in do you um you know when I look at the Nelk boys, I look at them as kind of making like somewhat similar to your type of content, but like more overt, like more yeah, over the top, the line. way <laughs> drunker, way more girls acting crazier. Is Do you feel like your content is like kind of at the level that you want it to be at? Or do you feel like there's an additional level that you could take it to that would make you lose your ads on YouTube? Also, no, it's, like it's a hundred percent going to keep, keep advancing, but slowly. Mm. So I've been working towards it. Um, right. I mean, we're all 21, 22, 20. Mm -hmm. Like, we can't do the crazy shit yet. Like, right. officially. You but need it's to like get on some Dan Bilzerian shit and just be on the yacht and shit. Like, yacht dude, vlogs. Well, dude, we're, we're about to do something crazy. That's for sure. Like, in the future. What are you getting out of this reality deal? Like, you seem like you're pretty uh, content and, like, you have a lot of good shit going on with the YouTube and TikTok. Like, what were they able to bring to the table with the reality show idea that made you actually interested? Uh, the story of our group. Uh, we have okay. like a very interesting come up. Um, it's like it, it, we all had the same goal at the beginning, and now everyone's doing their own fucking thing. Like you know, Jaden Hostler. Look, he was just on fucking Jimmy Kimmel. Now he's doing Ellen uh, with with Travis Barker. Right. He just signed with Travis Barker. He's doing like crazy music. He's like looked at in the music industry. He's like actually respectable now. And yeah. He started out as a fucking TikToker. That's amazing. Yeah. Josh Richards doing his entrepreneurial shit. Like he he partnered with me. To create any energy, which is our energy drink, right. which is short for animal. Okay. And now it's in stores, talking to Walmart. Like we're 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 like really fucking blowing that shit up. Griffin Johnson doing the same entrepreneurial shit. Like Anthony doing his modeling shit. It's like everybody's doing their thing. Noah right. Be Noah Beck fucking top kid on social media right now. Right. Do you like all these groups, all these houses are like destined to fail? Yeah, for sure. You guys are outside of that from your perspective. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Perspective. We're not even a house anymore, but like we're, dude, we, we blew up together. We're all brothers. We're actually friends. The difference between most content houses is, is that there's like a management behind it and you get put in there or, or there's like one person that's a leader and, and like you sign them and you're taking money, money's involved. It's like, dude, we were all boys. Uh -huh. We got put in, we all got a house and then we all blew up. That's, that's what happened. Yeah. 
you haven't felt has there been like stress upon the relationship that has made you ever feel like this is not going in the right direction do you guys go through it in terms of like that sort of tension between each other through all this new shit that you guys are dealing with no there was uh there was competition at first and then everybody found their own lane and now we're all just kind of killing it in our own lane that's super dope because i feel like in that situation like people getting jealous of each other and shit is so inevitable but if everybody's like working on their own shit that's pretty awesome yeah no everybody's doing their own thing everybody has a different lane yeah that's amazing um do you guys uh are you guys actively beefing with any of the other content houses that we need to know about (laughs) we were at the start of our uh at our at our careers like as as a group but like nah there's no there's no other like big content house really yeah They've all kind of fallen by the wayside yeah. for the most so part. It's mainly just me, like, talking shit to people that are talking <laughs> shit about me. That's I'm, I'm, I'm getting headlines for just me responding to somebody, but then everybody's like, yo, this Bryce kid's problematic, starting shit. And it's never me starting it. We always hear about how TikTokers get big-ass bags for from record labels for using their music in your TikToks and stuff. Is that something that you're doing, and is that is that a, a decent income stream? That is something that, that a lot of us are doing. <laughs> okay. Not all. Not all. It's like a very limited amount, but yeah. Right. Does it ever feel like, damn, I got to promote this song that I don't give two shits about instead of a song I actually like? Is this ever like a, a thought process? No, it's all just like, yo, I'll use this song real quick and um, I, I'm going to film it just like the other ones. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just sort of roll with it? Yeah. I fucks with it. Um, okay. Have you made any relationships with rappers that we need to know about? A very large percentage of our fan base is primarily rap fans and stuff. I'm sure you run into a shitload of rappers just from being out and about in Hollywood and stuff. Any connections in particular you made that the people might be interested it's in? It's funny. DDG just came over. He's uh, on the boxing card, too. Right. Uh, he just performed Moonwalking in Calabasas at my house because that's like one of my favorite songs right now. Oh, wow. So he just like came to the crib and he just started performing it live. And I was like, yo... My friends blindfold me and shit. I'm like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Right. And then they take it off and it's just him performing it. I was like, holy shit, this is fucking dope. I have something um, that's not 100% yet, but like something with Wiz Khalifa. Oh, wow. Which is going to be sick for content. That's dope. You know, I was just thinking though, Blueface right now is doing season two of his reality OnlyFans show where he has all these super ratchet girls living in his house. We did a vlog with like the first cast and it did like super good with us and everything and like now he's got another cast of girls. They're all crazy. They're all drunk as fuck and they're banging different gangs and shit. If you want if you want the layup to pull up to the camouflage flage blue face mansion that's filled with all these crazy ass girls, just let me know because I'll fucking I'll do that. I'll it is a up. wild <laughs> world. You just made me think of it because Blueface exclusively listens to his own music in his home. And when we went over there, the song with DDG had just come out, the Moonwalking Calabasas. Yeah. So it was very like, oh, like we're going to hear the song 18 times while we're here. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, Blueface. That was like the first time I heard a, a Blueface song that was like on rhythm, you know? <laughs> yeah, that I was, was like, I was like, oh shit. Yeah. A lot of his early stuff was like, why is like, he per- rapping like, like that? That's purpose, crazy. But it blew him up. Yeah. It blew him the fuck up. Yeah. It did. And then, um, I think, dude, we we got actually a lot of like rappers that we're doing shit with right now. Really? Yeah, like like collabs. That's dope. And it's it's not like music or anything. Don't worry, this TikToker's not making any fucking music. So you're not trying it. to get into the music game? No. Nah. Wow, that's that's very respectable because I feel like almost nobody can say no to the to the 
becoming a rapper thing. Yeah, no. I would I would never step in that lane. It, it's just like maybe like a fucking joke-ass song, but right. never going to like step in the lane to be like, yo, I'm a fucking rapper. I have been to like YouTuber houses and seen like a bunch of YouTubers in a room all going back and forth recording and they're all horrible and it's it's a weird vibe. It's cringe. It's, it's crazy. Like, it's like, yeah, it's going to get fucking millions of views, but it's like, dude, it's it's just looked at as a joke, especially in the fucking rap community. Mm, definitely. Because no one's trying to sing. No TikToker or anyone's trying to like go into like the singing path. It's always rap. But okay, <laughs> I, I, I hate to keep bringing her up, but honestly, like I heard Keemstar say that the Addison song was good, and I kind of didn't believe that it was possible that it was good because I don't have a lot of trust in Keemstar's musical opinions. But then I heard it, and I'm like, well, this is really good. Yeah, no, Addison. I'm actually really impressed. Like a, she's she's a great singer. Yeah. Uh, she has like a great team behind her. Mm. Um, yeah, no, I think she's and that song that she actually released. Um, wasn't even close to her best one that I've heard. Really? Yeah, like that. That was like probably, and I'm not shitting on the song, but that's probably like one of the lower ones out of like the songs that I've heard. It's like she's got some fucking hits. Wow. Like it really up. feels like there's no love lost. Can I say that? Like, if me and my girl break up, there's no way that I'm going to be as positive about her as you currently sound like you are about her. Yeah, no, I'm. I'm like, dude, I, I respect her decision. I, I'm sure she respects mine. I wish her the best. Always. Right. No tension? Yeah, no, none. Zero. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah. I'm impressed. How did the Lil Nas X thing come about? Is that like the label, like, yo, we got we to gotta hype up these fucking devil shoes and shit. Can we get him to do a video with you? Did they no, t- reach bro. out? Uh, actually, I, I wanted to collab with him uh, to surprise my friends with him. Right. Because, like, everybody knows Lil Nas. Um, and he goes, yeah, let's, let's hit this collab. Um, we'll film it when my new song comes out. And then I was like, yeah, sure, I'll, we'll, we'll do some cross-promotion, blah, blah, blah. And we filmed that video three weeks before I actually uploaded it. Okay. So we so didn't even didn't know, know his that, life we, was about to go yeah, crazy. We yeah. didn't know that that shit was going to go so fucking crazy. Right. But I still uploaded it. <laughs> Definitely. Do you, what do you think about that controversy in terms of like, uh, uh, there's been a lot of rappers saying it's not right for you to get, you know, 20 million <clears throat> subscribers from doing a kid's song and then convert that into you giving the devil a lap dance and not give us any warning i actually thought that was i I respect his right to make that kind of content but i I also thought that was it's like if you tune into sesame street one day and all of a sudden they're chopping ernie's head off yeah it's fuck it's definitely uh an edgy ass song um i didn't think the song itself was edgy it was the music video right um but i do think like the whole people talking about how it's like a satanic worship and and uh how it's like he sold his soul, blah, blah, blah. I think everyone's just being a little soft about that. The, the, mm. the lab dancing part and, like, the music video itself, it's like, yeah, it was a little edgy, though. It's weird because, I mean, I'm not scared of, like, Satan or, like, a drawing of Satan in a music video. To me, that's just kind of, like, funny. It's art, yeah. A lot of people, I realize, they can't see the, the cartoon of Satan without thinking, like, oh, oh satanic. he's a Satanist. Like, yeah. he worships the devil. <clears throat> like, this is a real thing, which is kind of... I almost feel bad for people that thought that that was the point of the video. Yeah, yeah. No, you that know? was that was the only point of the video. <laughs> like that's that's what everybody was hating on. <laughs> Definitely. So, do you roll around with security most of the time now? Since you are the Gucci man of TikTok, which I'm <laughs> yeah. really trying to make this stick. <laughs> the Gucci man of TikTok. I'll take that. Um, I, not not really. I don't roll with security unless it's uh like to to like a, a restaurant or something. Okay. Um, but if I'm going to a party no. if I'm going to like, you know, some fucking clown ass YouTubers house to, to beat the fuck out of them, I think me and my boys can handle ourselves. Mm. 
Respect. Um, when you see all this uh, David Dobrik sh- shit going down, and it's kind of like, you know, there's some extreme shit that happened in regards to all that, but a lot of it kind of comes down to like them just being party boys and just doing a bunch of bullshit. And then like, you know, when you look at it a couple years later, you're like, damn, that was kind of fucked up. Or maybe one of the people who was in that video doesn't agree with the way that they were presented. Um, does that make you think twice about your content necessarily since you guys are drinking in the videos and whatnot? Like, does that ever make you worry a little bit? Yeah, none of my friends are weird as fuck like that. <laughs> We're not. We're so respectable towards right. like, women always. It's it's like, dude, if you're hanging around people, if you're associating yourself with someone that's weird like that, if you heard some shit mm. about your friend, because I'm sure you hear about it before it like comes out. Like, dude, you just it's weird. I I don't fucking associate with that those type of people. So I couldn't speak on his shit, but um, I think Dom is the only one that should really be facing massive repercussions. Yeah, and it feels like I he's think I think David was dragging it, and he he apologized and shit. But like Dom, Dom needs to go to fucking jail and get fucked up. It is crazy because they've been friends since they were like really Kids. young. Yeah. So that's like you know that's kind of crazy. Like once you get to a certain level as a TikToker or influencer or whatever, you sort of like start to choose who you make content with or who you associate with. That's the kind of thing that sort of blew my mind about it is that David ended up getting dragged down by people that he just sort of had had yeah, around. Every, with everyone, him. everyone was fucking taking him down like mm. every all his friends that were like his friends for a while just fucking kind of throwing him under the bus and shit yeah i mean that's nothing that's like not my shit that i can speak on though mm. yeah. yeah i mean it's kind of i think it's wise for you to not necessarily care about having a super squeaky clean image because i feel like that makes it so much easier for people to eventually try to take you down once yeah. you've like presented yourself as fucking mickey mouse it's sort of like <laughs> It's easy to be like, well, Mickey Mouse shouldn't be doing this. Yeah, Mickey Mouse shouldn't be doing coke off of a stripper's ass. Yeah. You ever done that? I don't know. Ooh. Um, <laughs> I've learned some lessons about that over the years. Nah, I'm kidding. Basically, like, if the ass is wet at all, you're going to want to dry it off because if the coke mixes with the sweat, it's all bad. He knows you're what I'm talking it about. Off with, he knows for sure. <laughs> he knows but what I'm talking about. I don't think he did it off of, you didn't do it off of a sweaty ass, right? Uh, no, not a sweaty ass or any sort of lubricant. I don't know. Um, okay, so anything else uh, that we need to know about? What are you excited about in life right now, dude? I'm excited for June, June 12th. The date actually changed. It was June 5th, and then it was in Vegas. Now it's like in the. It's June 12th in Miami. Really? So after I fucking knock Austin out, I'm raging my balls off. Right. I haven't drank for. Th- I'm not going to be drinking for three months. Like, dude, Miami. Open as fuck. I'm Miami, home of the fake ass. <laughs> dude, I am excited to be there. Dude, like, I, obviously in Vegas I would have gambled after and that would have been fun and shit, but Miami, I haven't been to Miami since the pandemic. Once you win this fight, though, who who would be the, the better matchup for you? Would it be Jake or Logan? Um, Dude, I feel like everybody calls me Jake and Logan. And mm. I, I don't, like, think I, I that I'm going to fight. Did you see the shit that was, like, uh... Everyone was pairing up um, me and Josie, and then 
Addison and Logan. That that <laughs> shit, everybody was like, Logan and Bryce are gonna fight. Right. I'm like, dude, it's, there's nothing like that gonna happen. Logan <laughs> doesn't seem super interested. Well, I guess he's doing the Mayweather thing. Yeah, but dude, he's he's. I mean, that's gonna be inter- that's gonna pull some fucking numbers. For I'm, sure. I, I don't talk about it a lot, but I'm deeply invested in Jake Paul's career just because it seems like he really is going hard at fighting. You know, like I really respect how much effort he's put into it, and I think that he sort of realized at a certain point, like. I don't want to do this YouTube thing forever. Or I feel like these videos I'm making are maybe not like who I really am. Yeah. So I'm going to put all of myself into this other thing. And like, it's a risky idea, but it, it seems like it's working. And I, I, I just like seeing him become this person that is working that hard he's at it. He's just getting know? a bigger bag each time. And dude, he, he's not, he's, he's smart for not fighting like, like serious, serious fighters. Like dude, Ben Askren, mm. great fucking UFC fighter. Right. Great wrestler. Literally no strike game. You like, think. have you have okay. you seen have you seen his hands? I just remember him from the UFC and thinking he was badass, but I haven't really paid attention to that specific yeah, part. If you of watch him, his yeah. highlights, it's all wrestling. But he has a legitimate name because he's a UFC fighter. Right. Jake's gonna knock him out, and it's gonna be it's gonna be like a huge fucking deal because it's like that's the first legitimate fighter that Jake wins against. Wow. And then he's gonna get a, a bigger bag on the next fight with like probably a legitimate boxer. That's crazy. Yeah. Do you think Ben's going to win? I mean, I don't know. I'm holding out for it. I, uh, you know, I, I, I was rooting for, I was rooting for Jake when he uh, beat Gibb last time. And yeah. I was rooting for Logan when he, or uh, wait, actually, I was rooting for Logan when KSI beat him. Dude, so I, I think, I, I picked I think, that one wrong. So I think Ben is like a very respectful, respectable and respectful UFC fighter. Right. So when like they're at the press conference and Jake's like kind of like talking shit, belittling him, and, and uh, Ben's kind of just like, man dude you're a bully like mm. type shit it's like it makes jake look like a fucking dickhead yeah ben is such a nice guy dude it's like he's getting a bag for this but i mean well i guess i guess i can't put my input i think personally that jake's gonna win but ben can take a fucking hit but there's always something that they say about fighters or boxers or whatever which is that basically it's really hard to be a rich famous fighter like once you reach the point where you can just live in the lap of luxury and have a comfortable you can go party exactly like it's very hard to still be that animal that you need to be to actually be in the gym for all these hours you're fighting for that money exactly you need you need the money money. and if you fuck up at this you're a failure in life yeah and that is really hard to replicate because jake jake paul has money regardless of if he loses this fight but it seems like he in his head really believes that if he doesn't kill it in boxing that his career might kind of be over to a certain extent so that's i think that's what he's getting that yeah, fire from i feel like he's more afraid of of getting memed than than the cash grab like he, mm-hmm. his motivation is the memeing like he doesn't want to get more memed because nate robinson was like the epic yeah. meme of the moment and Bro, jake was on out. the positive side of that which must have felt nice to have all these people shitting on him and he's just sort of yeah he's he, he took the w you know? yeah no that was a crazy knockout that was very enjoyable, and that was that was a big moment where I gained a lot of uh, confidence in what he's doing. But yeah, you know. that 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 was where everybody was like, "Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay, this guy can drop you." <laughs> he's doing his thing for sure. Um, okay, so anything else we need to know about uh, in, in the life of Bryce Hall? Uh, June twelfth, Austin McBroom's getting knocked the fuck out. I'm getting a one million dollar uh, knockout bonus, and then I'm buying my mama crib. It sounds like it'd be a pretty nice crib with that uh that payment coming in. <laughs> yeah, man, I appreciate it. And uh everybody out there, hopefully you uh guys learned something about hey, I might have to go out there. I might have to go to Miami or for this. Dude, yeah, I Miami. got you, I got you the ringside. Ooh. Okay. Let's go. We gotta 
you got any rappers playing that are coming through? Um, I know. That's kind of that, part of it now, right? So we're talking to like a bunch of people. Like I want to walk out with a rapper. Because mm, Jake had a little baby in there, right? Yeah. Or was it Rick Ross? Uh, I know Justin Bieber's fucking performing at his, his Ben Askren fight. Right. Uh, I think little baby's involved in this one that I'm doing. That's sick. Yeah. That's huge. Actually, my boy Bosco, who's like not nearly as known, he's like pretty much a gang member who like rants into his phone on Instagram. He's on the undercard. Really? That's what he just told me, which I was amazed by. Huh. Well, little bit, little baby's like probably my favorite rapper right now. Little baby's incredible. I can't lie. He's he's on. He is on like some crazy shit right now. He's in it for the long haul. The crazy yeah. shit he's on is Percocets, but yeah, he's in it for the <laughs> long haul, and uh, he's he's just he's amazing. He's one of the best for sure. Yeah, yeah right now for sure. Definitely. Thanks right. for having me on, man. No, for sure. Bryce Hall, no jumper. Coolest podcast in the world. Check us out on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes. Like, comment, subscribe. Nojumper.com if you want to support. Appreciate y'all. Peace.